Howdy. Welcome to the Bait Shack Podcast, presented by hashtag Come to the Shack. Your home for freshwater fishing tips, grumblings from the grove, big game banner, and all the chum you can feed on regarding University of Ole Miss Athletics. We're coming to you from the Landshark Lounge on Lake Sardis, so grab a cold one, sit back, and reel in the Bait Shack cast. Welcome back into another episode of the Bait Shack Podcast. We have five members here, five shackers, that watched the Ole Miss Rebels knock off the LSU Tigers last week. It's Cody, Soren, Chef, Randy, and myself. We kind of handled the LSU Tigers last week. Uh, We're going to get some immediate reactions real quick, but um, Cody, I want to start with you. You don't have to give us your old or your offensive best player, your defensive best player. I think Ole Miss just kind of dominated the game regardless. Let us know what your immediate reaction was. We had Eli Manning in town. We had a bunch of uh, graduates in town. We had Arch Manning in town. But, you know, give me your reactions here. Let me know what you thought about the weekend. Well, the vibes were immaculate this past weekend in Oxford. It, I mean, it just seemed like the Rebs were actually back this weekend. The Grove was very packed the game was sold out i mean haven't done that in years Ole miss completely dominated the game i mean it was just an all-around great weekend in oxford yeah no you're not wrong and uh, a good win helps with that absolutely um sword um i really think that this was honestly a program defining moment for lane kiffin and what he was trying to build here in oxford um we really showed out uh, offensively and defensively, and I think that the recruits that were there really got to sh- uh, see, and I think that we got to showcase, you know, what Lane is truly trying to build and what he can showcase potentially here. Um, and, and, you know, I know there's a lot of buzz about, you know, Lane potentially leaving, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think that he really wants to stay here. He wants to build something. Um, you know, we had people like Arch Manning in the house. We had, you know, uh, there was just a, a plethora of other kids that were there, and, and I think that it was a very, very good uh, performance that we put on. So, yeah, I think it's it was good good weekend for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Randy? Yeah, I mean, it was like like Cody and Soren said, it was an old school weekend to it. It almost felt like a you know 2014-2015 type season. Crowd was packed. I mean, that's the biggest crowd I've seen at uh, Vault since probably 16 Alabama. Um, I was there it was a legit sellout. <clears throat> there were not very many empty seats in that stadium. It was also very loud. It was louder than I've heard it in a while. Um, I don't know how that translated on TV. Maybe one of you guys can let me know. But being there, it was deafening loud. Um, you know, great game. You had a lot of celebrities in town. Former graduates of Ole Miss. Um, you had Big Walk Dog in town. Uh, just, just kind of a great weekend overall. You know, all I could think about the whole time was, man, if you're a recruit here today, like, things went perfect for Ole Miss, you know, in regard to that. I don't see how you watch that game and you watch the vibes and the team and think, I don't want to come here. You know, and if one of the if, if somebody that visited that weekend doesn't come to Ole Miss, you can legitimately say, well, you tried your hardest because Ole Miss put on a damn show Saturday. And this, we haven't even talked about the game. I mean, they dominated, right? I mean, 
you know, the first quarter was, you know, a little scary, but then it just, it felt over. You know, Ole Miss got up 17-7, and I just thought, well, LSU's better give up, and that's what they did. You know, even, you know, the score looks close, but it never really was close. Like, that game was, it never felt like it was in doubt. Oh, I agree. Chef? I have no memory of anything <laughs> at all. Like, I've had to just watch the highlights, but it looked like we dominated, but I do not remember watching that game at all. I was saying, I'm glad Kyle didn't ask me for, like, my player of the game or anything, because I had a free ticket, and so I took it upon myself as a calling from God that I needed Sir. to spend the money that I was going to spend on a ticket on booze. Sir, <laughs> you just said that you were drunk. Chef didn't even remember. Well, yeah. We have a difference of opinion here. You you definitely could have had an offensive player of the game and a defensive player of the game. I could have given you some names, but man, I don't. I couldn't give you much analysis because and I've said this before. It's why Fair I don't enough. go. Fair enough. Oh, look, it's why I don't go to games that often because watching on TV is so much better. I mean, the game atmosphere is great. I like you know it's fun, but the game itself is hard to tell what's going on sometimes. Um, I mean, especially the angle I was at. I was at a weird angle to where. You could never tell how far they had moved the ball. Like we gained, we gained like twelve yards on a run, and I looked over to my friend and was like, "He passed a lot of scrimmage." Like I can't tell where he's at. Like this is a weird angle. Yeah, no, I mean, like it's it's kind of like that sometimes when you're trying to get a sellout like that. But like, chef, let me know your experience real quick. Yeah, no, um, you kind of have to be sloshed to get to the bars early. It's impossible to get in, and they were charging $60 at noon. Um, that was an issue for me. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was an issue for me because I have a lifetime uh, library card. Um, I know it's exclusive, and not everybody can have one, so oh. I was being considerate. The Ooh, we got a celebrity over here. Ooh. Subtle. Oh, is that all you have to say? I thought you were going to keep bragging. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, I could, but I'm not. Yeah, I was expecting more braggadocious uh, read. Do, do you get, I was I was definitely Do you expecting get free four locos from gas lie. stations? Uh, I do not, but um, I was handed a, a whiskey Coke with no ice at the round table Ooh. for free. <laughs> That's disgusting. Why would you Chef, did you at least tip? Because ice dilutes the drink. And... Yeah, you could say it keeps it cold, but why do you need it to be cold for long if you're not going to drink it? Like That's psychopath behavior. I'm sorry. You out of all people. Yes, if I'm saying that's psychopath, it's okay. not good. Oh. I agree with that. <clears throat> uh, I feel like this kind of brings us to another point. Ole Miss has been struggling to sell out the stadium, right? Yeah. We uh, we barely sold out LSU. We should have sold out Arkansas. I mean, I know it was an 11 a.m. game, but, like, there's no reason to not sell that out. And we haven't sold out the next game, the next home game anyway. I feel like there's kind of a reason. And, I, I, you know, Chef, I know you just went on your, like, little soliloquy here, like, whatever. But, like, I think you and I agree here. Like, <clears throat> Ole Miss is charging way too much for a room for a hotel room for an airbnb room they're also charging way too much for cover if you want to go to the bars all of that it feels like there's kind of a disconnect here with hey we're a good football team and we also would like somewhere to stay to watch this good football team because i was there in 2014 2015 they were not doing that uh, what is like what is the difference that's going on now and what needs to change randy um abolish 
private property ownership. I- I'm kidding. Um, I was getting on my uh, yeah. soapbox there for a second, but I'm I- not I- saying I- you're wrong though. Hey, <laughs> I-, I look, man. I-, I I live in an apartment here, and I've seriously thought about like renting it out for a Saturday because you could make a quick grand doing that. But it, it is way too expensive. Um, it's it's one of the deterrents for me sometimes. You know, if I can't find a free ticket, a lot of times I just don't go because the tickets aren't cheap. You know, you're spending eighty, ninety dollars to get a ticket, and then you know, if you're going to the Grove, you if you've got friends there, it can be free. Uh, but you still got to buy some booze or something. Uh, bar cover is ridiculous. Um, there is, I know it's a college town, and college towns tend to do covers, but the covers in Oxford are just ridiculous. Um, I think Reed said, or Chef said this a minute ago. Um, the cover was sixty bucks at noon at the library, like. That's just irresponsible. And then I saw somebody tweet it was up to like $130 at like 3 p.m. That's just ridiculous. That's that's not acceptable. Um, so people tend to, you know, go there early so they don't have to pay cover. Uh, they'd rather do that than go to the game because you can stay at the library all day and not pay for a cover. And then, like you said, the rooms, man. You know, some of the hotels, because you can't even stay in Oxford, right? There's not that many hotels in Oxford. So you're staying in Tupelo. And Tupelo is expensive, and it's an hour away, so you've got to make that hour trip. That's you know gas money. If you live far away, like if Kyle wants to come down for a game, Kyle's probably either got to fly or he's got to burn a bunch of gas. You know, that's a lot of money. Like it's so expensive to go to a game. Like I have a friend who lives in New York, and he came down for the LSU game, and he probably spent like three grand to do it. Flying down, tickets, you know, staying somewhere, went to the bars after. I mean, that is an insane amount of money for a college football game. When I can sit at the house for free, I can spend 20 bucks on a bottle of vodka and watch the game on TV, which is a better product than being at the game anyway. I mean, $20 versus, you know, I'm not flying or anything or paying to stay somewhere, but the $20 for me versus 150 once I buy a ticket and buy drinks and buy food, like, it's kind of a no-brainer. I can stay in my air-conditioned apartment and watch it on TV and pull up, have three other TVs up and watch the other games that are on or flip back and forth. Like, it's just... They need to do something about it. And I think... <clears throat> I know I'm rambling a little bit, but I'm pretty passionate about this. There's a few things. One, lower the ticket prices. Ticket prices should not be this expensive. Um, I, I agree, like, some games, like an Alabama game or an LSU game, Sure. 80 bucks is kind of worth it, but if you're paying 80 bucks to watch, like, Vanderbilt come to Oxford, or 50 bucks even, like, come on, guys. Like, let's do some packages here, right? Do a home game package, $300 or something. You get a ticket to all the home games. You know, we did that a few years ago where you could, like, pick four games or something for, like, $150. Do that again. Um, copy the Pavilion's concession pricing. That's a genius move. The Pavilion concessions are immaculate because how cheap they are i mean i think a hot dog is like a dollar fifty at the pavilion whereas whereas it's like eight bucks at the vault hemingway off my soapbox sorry i ranted y'all can take some time here zorn cody chef i think it's ridiculous i spent 18 dollars on two blue moons yeah that's ridiculous yeah huh yeah was that in the stadium yeah, yes. they're nine dollars a piece. 
No, I agree with you. I think I think that's a little that's a little pricey. Randy, I agree with you too. Like there there are a lot of things that we could be doing in Oxford to be bringing fans to the city. You cannot keep charging fans 200, 250, 350, whatever they want to cost. You can't keep telling us that's what we have to pay in order to get us in the stadium and then expecting sellouts. That's it's not possible. This is a Mississippi fan base. It's the smallest population in the South. It's hard to sell that stadium out. And a lot of Ole Miss's fans are from out of state. Like, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to keep doing this. Yeah, and, you know, it's it's hard to come up with ideas because even, like, the package stuff, like, I think that's a good idea. I think it's something people can jump on. But And I agree. I've heard, <clears throat> I've heard other people mention this, so I, I don't want to act like this is an original thought or anything, but if you have a family... You realize how expensive it is to go to a game if you live out of state with a family. You can't do it. Like you, you—it's like a vacation. Like you have to save up all year to do it. It's insane how much it costs. And I, I keep saying this, and I, I'm, someone's going to comment on Twitter and say I'm a cheap bastard, and you're damn right I am. But that—it's just—I don't know. Randy, it's, the, it's, the only person that's going to call you a cheap bastard—it's <clears throat> it, going to be me. So you're good. You're safe. That's fair, and I mean, you're not wrong. I am notoriously cheap. Um, you're spot just, on here. You're spot on here, in my opinion. I'm glad, because I, I've said kind of all I can say here. They've got to fix this. Game days are fun. They're cool. They can be better. They can be done cheaper. You can make this an, You can make this a destination. right? And Ole Miss is going to turn around and say, well, we're only charging $80 for a ticket. That's not that bad. While ignoring the fact that hotels are running a thousand dollars a night and just insanity like that where you know if you if you're again if you're out of state if you don't live in oxford or in the surrounding area that's tough right and you're, you might as well buy a condo if you're coming to a lot of games in oxford buy a condo rent it out when you're not there I mean, well the only thing about that is, sorry kyle no good i was gonna say like Ole Miss doesn't really control what a hotel charges per night though they don't they don't and that's why you know i I I think that's part i think that's part of the problem yeah i I can't i can't put all the blame on Ole miss at all right and that's kind of what i was aiming at there you know hotels are taking advantage of the market i get it they're going to continue doing it there's not really any way you can control that outside of building more hotels around the oxford area which it's kind of insane to me that there's not more hotels closer to oxford like I guess because you'd only they'd only be used during game day or game season, which is the fall. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I mean, to get a hotel, you have to go to Tupelo or Memphis, or get lucky and get somewhere in Oxford. And buddy, you're looking at the graduate, and that place is expensive on a win in the winter. And when yeah. you're a successful football team, like that is what you have to deal with. But it is I, not everywhere has to deal with it. That's the frustrating thing, in my opinion, is that like. There have been other front, there have been other front runner football teams like they have been good at football, and they don't have to deal with we can barely sell out a sixty thousand capacity stadium. Well, can I, I want to touch on this really quick? It's kind of it's on topic, but you're saying we can other do teams. this another time. I know what you're saying. No, I don't think you do because I'm I'm going to refer to this weekend's game, Auburn. Uh, my roommate's going. He got a hotel room pretty easily. It's not cheap, but it's nowhere near what people were paying here. Like this is not every this not every city doesn't deal with this. Like this isn't Ole Miss's fault at it's all. It's not. No. Yeah, no, it's not. It, I was gonna say even being out of state, um, 
you know, they want us to come to all the games, but they don't realize, like, you got to plan this maybe four mo- four to six months in advance to do all this. Like, it's not, you can't just wake up and go to Oxford if you're out of state. It's, and if, if all your friends have graduated, like, this is the last, this is the last season I'll know somebody. Like, to stay, like, in an apartment. And then now you got to find a hotel. When After I graduated, like, I still knew people in Oxford, so I was still able to come back. And that was during the Matt Luke era. And, you know, that was all fun and good. Like, I went to the Arkansas game. I went to the California game, blah, blah, blah. Like, I knew people that lived there. I could just stay with them. But then Lane Kiffin came. And don't get me wrong, I absolutely love the fact that Lane Kiffin came here. But at the same time, that has driven prices up. And it's not Lane Kiffin's fault. It is Oxford's fault. But at the same time, I don't know anybody there anymore. And, Chef, you've kind of reflected this, you know, you you don't know anybody there next year. Like, it's hard for people that have, are recent alumni to come back to the games which, trust me, when you're a recent alumni, you really want to come back to games. You want to see all of them, especially when the team is good. Oxford's making that really hard. Yeah. And there's another game day atmosphere thing that I think needs to be touched on. We, we're not going to talk about it much, but just the parking and getting to the stadium is a mess. That shuttle system, I appreciate what they're doing there, but, man, you're riding on a shuttle from, like, the hospital, and they're taking you to, like, and baseball and back before you get to the stadium. Yeah. I will say, like, if you can make my two nights in Oxford affordable, I'm not going to sober drive to, you know, the, the games, to the Grove or whatever. Like, I do want to at least be able to get back with an Uber or with whatever. But I understand that that can't always happen. But, like, you can't even go out on Friday night. No. The, the, the covers are way too high. And there's no Ubers. Like, I ran into that issue last time no. I went out. There's no Ubers at night. I couldn't get one the other night. I had to I had to phone a friend to leave a party that he was at, find a driver that was sober to come pick me up from the square. And I feel yeah. like the uh, the Ubers during the normal weekends, at least not when it's not football season, they've kind of driven out the taxis. We used to have a lot of taxis in Oxford. We have, yeah, Uber ran those all off. We used to have because there, there used to be a lot of uh, Uber drivers. Yeah, a lot of taxis and yeah, Uber drivers. But yeah, good luck getting good luck getting an Uber like after the game or after the bars close. Because, buddy, I tried that after I went to the bars recently, and like like Cody, I ended up having to call my roommate, just like, hey, can you like come get me? Like, there's no Ubers. Like, no one's driving. No one's driving Lyft. It's one o'clock on a Friday night. Like, what is this? Is ridiculous. You know, I got a lift Saturday night. It was thirty-two dollars. <throat> not gonna lie, that's not terrible. It's not. I expected and it to be a lot worse in Oxford. I'm not gonna lie. Oxford Ubers are usually pretty cheap. I'll give them credit. I've never paid more than twenty-five. So, like with the Airbnbs, like I know we've blamed Oxford and Ole Miss and everybody and their mother. But the Airbnb is straight up just the people who own those places. And I almost can't blame them. I get it. You're taking advantage of a good market. You're making your money. But, man, I hate it. Like, I hate how expensive everything's gotten. Uh, I mean, the, the, mint, the, run, ugh, the monthly rent at my apartment is cheaper than a weekend, in, like a, a night in Oxford hotels or a night in an Oxford Airbnb. Yeah, no, if they're smart, I think Ole Miss should, should collab with us. Some of these empty apartment complexes that literally have nobody living there. Mm-hmm. Like the connection, I know nobody lives there. 
Is is there like a is there a place where you can like email uh, thoughts and ideas on this and we could like spam them? Yeah, Keith Carter. His email's on the website. Keith, okay, Keith Carter would be a good one for that. Okay. I mean, the AD is a good one. You could, I mean, you could always send it to like Alex Collins, but he's not gonna tell anybody. They're just gonna delete the email. But I mean, you could send it to Keith. I, like, and I hope he I reads it. I feel like it. Keith would actually read it, read that stuff. You'd, you'd probably like he, care, he cares enough. You'd get a response. I don't know if he'd write it, but you'd get a response from someone. Yeah. You know, like you said, Keith. Keith has proven that he takes this seriously. I mean, he the concession stand was no issues at the game, right? That Arkansas game was a nightmare with concessions, the lines, the waits. I never waited more than five minutes for a beer. I didn't either. No, I didn't either, and I went twice. I went six times. And doubled up every time. <laughs> I spent eighty bucks on beer, but oh I my went. God, oh well, man, they're nine dollars a piece. You're gonna spend some money. But man, I, br- I, I brought Fireball in with me. I didn't, and I bought. I think I emptied the Truly Lemonades because they ran out at one point. But <laughs> it was it was a little hot to be drinking Fireball. But f- yeah, it, it was. That's the right, right move. That's the right move. <laughs> yeah. But I'll, I'll give Keith Carter. I'll give the administration really good props. There, they fixed the issue in two weeks. They're and maybe it was just, maybe there was issues on the other side of the stadium, but in the in the end zone that I was in, which is not the student section end zone, I don't know which direction that is. I think it's south. The south end zone, there were no issues, like ever. <laughs> bathroom was quick. Like I waited five minutes to get in the bathroom. Like it was just insane how quick things were. All right. On that note, let's uh, let's get into some picks. And I'm only going to hit a couple of these because. A lot of these actually suck. We only had four SEC games this week. We had to do what we could. Um, I'm going to start with Michigan, Michigan State. I believe that's an 11 a.m. game on Fox. And Randy, you're the only one that took Michigan. Michigan is four and a half, minus four and a half, I'm sorry. Randy? Yeah, um, Michigan's really good. I think Michigan State's a little flawed. I know... Uh, people like Michigan State a lot. They have a really good running back. I think they can be beat. I think Michigan is a team that can do it. I think Michigan's a very solid squad. Their defense is really, really good. I, I assume Don Brown is still there as their defensive coordinator. I should have looked that up. I'm not sure. But you're they revive. Yeah, I'm just off the cusp here. It's like sitting at the bar with your buddies talking. Um, they have a really good defense, though. Michigan's solid on defense. I think they can stop Michigan State. I think their offense can power through Michigan State's defense. I don't think it's a barn burner or anything, but I do think Michigan wins the game. Um, also, I'm going to just slander Michigan State. This is the biggest game of the year, and you're wearing the neon uniforms. Oh, God, they're wearing those? Yeah. First of all, first of all. Can I switch my pick then to Michigan? Yeah, no, you see? Can't. No, you can't. Your pick is Michigan State. They're unserious. I'm switching mine, too. Yeah, no, they're they're obviously unserious okay, if they're wearing okay. those. No, y'all y'all took Michigan State. Y'all staying with that one? No, they, no, y'all aren't doing this to no, me. We're no, we're doing this. It's already in. I'm no, sorry. You're not. Y'all get no, the knee, y'all get the neon boys. The only one that gets to benefit from this is Randy because he took Michigan. So anyway, next next one, Texas and Baylor. Baylor is minus three. It's at home. <laughs> Randy, we're coming right back to you. Bet. You're the only one that took Baylor. Took Baylor last time too, and got made fun of for it. Pretty sure they covered. Um, <laughs> you have no idea if they covered. I have zero clue. I don't remember. <laughs> um, 
I don't remember if they covered or not. I bet they did, though. Um, I, I, Texas, I hate to say this, I like Texas a lot, man. Um, uh-huh, uh-huh. We've, we've said that a lot on this show. I like Texas a lot. I think Texas is a little flawed, a little overrated. I think Baylor's got a really solid team. They're um, four and three. How are they overrated? Pe- you talking about Texas? Get the f- out of here. Yeah. People, I, I continually see people pick Texas. Like, oh, Texas is going to win this, Texas is going to win that. I just don't, I just don't, I cannot pick Texas in good faith. I think Baylor wins by three. I think it's a close game. And what what's the spread again, what did you say? I believe it is three. It is three. Yeah, so I think it's a, I think it's a push, I guess. I think they win by three. But. Hey, if they win by three, it's, you don't lose anything. Let's Do go I get, to the next one. Hey, since I called that, I get the win if they win by three. Nope. That's not how this works. Um, <laughs> no. We got SMU in Houston. Houston is minus one. It's basically a toss-up. All four of us took SMU. I'm going to skip that one. We got Ohio State. They're playing Penn State. Ohio State is minus eight and a half, 18 and a half. Excuse me. All of us took Ohio State. We can go ahead and skip that one. And then we have Notre Dame. They're playing U.S. No, they're not. Who are they playing? UNC. UNC. They're yeah. minus three and a half. All of us took Notre Dame, so that just goes ahead. We can skip that one. And then we have Virginia versus BYU. BYU is minus two and a half. It's at BYU. And I took Virginia. Chef, you're the only one that took Virginia too. We, can, if you want, we can talk about this one a little bit. Oh, yeah, no, I took Virginia's actually looking uh, very good. I know that quarterback Armstrong is – that that boy's different. That's a game changer. And I know uh, it's at BYU, I think. I mean, I just don't think BYU can, like, handle that. Yeah, it's at BYU. I don't think they can. Like, if Bronco Mendenhall's coming home, like, I think it's going to be, like, one of those games. All right, let's hit some SEC real quick. We have Missouri versus Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt is 16-point underdogs. I'm the only one that took Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Y'all took Missouri. I have – okay, you, you picked Vanderbilt last week too against Mississippi State. How'd that, I did too. How'd that work out for you, bud? <laughs> Missouri's defense is so bad, I think Vanderbilt can score a little bit, and that's a big no. spread. I think Missouri's going to run a hole in them. Vanderbilt's awful. Dude, I, I thought it was a big spread last week, and then State beat them by 39. You always okay. pick against Vanderbilt. That's what I've learned this year. Yes. Pick against them. Dude, this isn't like, this isn't like your normal Vanderbilt team. This is a awful Vanderbilt team. Uh, all right, let's go on to the next one. It's Georgia and Florida, The uh, apparently, anyway, the biggest cocktail party in the country, or whatever the f*** they call it. Th- see... We have Georgia is minus 14. Chef, you're the only one that took Florida. Explain this one. This is actually an accident because I meant to click Georgia. <laughs> so, you're, I think you're Georgia stuck, wins you're by stuck. 21. Oh, you're stuck with this one. Yeah, so I'll take the L on that, but I think Georgia wins by 21. <laughs> All right, well, let's just go on to the next one. It's Kentucky versus well, Mississippi State. Kentucky versus Mississippi State, 6 p.m. SEC Network. Everybody took Kentucky. This yeah, you know why we took Kentucky. This line was very weird because it started minus two for state, and then it slowly got back into Kentucky. And by the time we were picking games, it was minus one and a half for Kentucky. I all right. I'm gonna just real quick say my personal thoughts on this. I don't understand why this is decided that it's a game. I think Kentucky kind of blows them out a little bit, but let me know what you all hear. Same thing. 
I think Kentucky blows them out. I didn't. I did not understand that line at all when it first came out, and then you're seeing the line move, which tells me there's a lot of money being put on Kentucky right now. Man, I think Kentucky just runs a hole through Mississippi State. I just, I don't think that's close. Um, <clears throat> I will say it's going to be funny watching Mississippi State hand out baseball national championship rings, wearing a ba- <laughs> wearing their baseball logo on their football helmet, and getting destroyed by Kentucky. It'll be the funniest thing I've seen in a while, because those helmets are not great. They could have done those better. That's a poor job, Mississippi State. I'm sorry. Needs a stripe on him. It looks naked. Yeah, I, I don't necessarily think Kentucky like blows them out, but two touchdowns. That's I mean that's blowout compared to the spread. I would say that's a blowout compared to the it's spread. Compared to the spread, that's a blowout. Compared, yeah. Okay. Kentucky blows them out then. There it is. All right, let's get to the final game of the night. At least for Ole Miss fans, it's Ole Miss and Auburn. Auburn is minus three. At least when we chose this. And the only person that took Auburn, which means that you think they're going to win, I mean, are we surprised? It's Randy. His closet team, he chose Auburn one more time. Randy, go ahead and tell us why Auburn's going to win. War Eagle. Um, I, I don't. I think Auburn's a better team than Ole Miss right now. I think Bo Nix is playing well. I think their running back's really solid. I think their defense is better than ours. Um it feels like this Ole Miss team has kind of been treading on water outside of the LSU game, Arkansas game, Tennessee game. You pulled out wins that required some luck. I think you're going to run into a game where your luck kind of runs out. You're playing on the road, which you've already proven you can beat you can beat a team in a really hostile environment. But I don't know. It just feels like Auburn beats Ole Miss a lot, and they do. The all-time record is like 30 to 10 or something. Like it's ridiculous. You look at like people don't realize Auburn's kind of dominated Ole Miss like that, but They've won, what, five in a row. Uh, even, like, seasons Ole Miss should have beat them. <laughs> they, they beat us. Um, I will say I am still on the campaign that Ole Miss needs to wear powder blue helmets this weekend. They have not wore powder blue helmets against Auburn since 1994. Hold up. It needs to happen. Let me let me, you- let me just say this real quick because I totally forgot about this last when we were talking about Mississippi State and Kentucky. Mississippi State has not scored a throwing touchdown against Kentucky since 2017. That's a weird stat. I think Mike Leach can make that happen this week, but, I mean, you haven't scored a passing touchdown against Kentucky since 2017, and Kentucky is better than what you played last year and the year before and the year before. So, I don't know. Anyway, Cody, what were you going to tell us about Ole Miss and Auburn? Oh, I was going to say about the powder blue uniforms. I thought Randy was one of the ones on the train about wearing too much powder blue. No, I, I'm asking for the powder blue helmets. Like, you can wear a red uniform. I don't care what color the oh. uniform you wear. Oh, there's a difference. Okay. I'm asking for powder blue helmets. You haven't, <laughs> you haven't worn powder blue helmets since 1994 against Auburn. You've only wore it five times against Auburn. You're... Wait, no, you played... You wore more than five times. You've, you're five and six against... You've wore it 11 times. You've wore it 11 times against Auburn all time. You're 5 and 6 in the powder blue helmets. Much better record. I think we should wear white. I didn't just start 1 and 0 in white. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Cody is back on the train. He's going to send some photos of the white <laughs> helmets. Uh, I'm going to block Cody from the Ole Miss uniform account. Um, we, now, we, have not, we have not won in Auburn since 2015. 
Yeah. We haven't beat we haven't beaten we haven't beat since them 2015. since 2015. <laughs> That's what I'm do saying. We, do we really think this is gonna happen? No. Yes. Cody tell no. Cody, tell us why. No, f y'all. Cody, tell us why. Well the defense showed me a lot last week. I understand this is not your normal LSU team, but they did like drop a bomb on Florida right before that. The defense looks like it's finally starting to come together. Offense, Corral's going to get it done regardless. I mean, he's shown he can do it without anybody, literally anybody helping him. I, I, I don't know. I just got a great feeling about this game. I, I definitely think it'll be a close game. Cody feels think really Ole confident. Ma Cody wants them to win. He, he's willing them to win. He's willing I'm us willing. to win. I'm willing Matt Corral to will this team to a victory. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of with Cody on this one. I think that we're going to will ourselves a victory. I, this isn't the year that we lose to Auburn for the sixth time. But, uh, Chef, Randy, what do you guys have? I was winning. I don't think Auburn's that good, to be honest. I just don't. Um, they can't catch a ball. They have, like, 17 drops as of, like, two weeks ago. I'm pretty sure it's more. The defense is not that good. I mean, if you stop the run, they can't catch a pass. And we're playing Bo Nicks. You don't know which Bo Nicks you're going to get. I think we're better than Auburn. I think Our defense has showed up. I think so, too. I'm not worried. I hope I'm wrong. Because I think this is a game where... This is the game where Corral can have his Heisman moment. I think this is a game that really defines your season. You're six and one. You've beaten some decent teams. I think all outside of Alabama, I think Auburn's probably the best team you're about to you faced. Um, you beat Auburn, that makes a statement. This is a top twenty matchup. It makes a statement if you beat Auburn. Uh, you roll in, you beat the dog shit out of Liberty, and you embarrass Hugh Freeze. You're pretty quickly eight and one, and you're staring at at worst probably ten and two. You beat A and M, eleven and one's on the table. And I just think this weekend says it, it will determine a lot. I think it determines whether you go nine and three or eleven and one. I agree with that. So there you have it. Um, most of us think that Ole Miss is going to win, but we got one more that doesn't think so. Either way, catch it Saturday night. We're gonna we're at the six o'clock kickoff. We think we're going to win. Hopefully next week we're talking about another win. But regardless, watch that game. See what happens. It's Reds all the way. But uh, other than that, thanks for listening. Have a good night, guys.